0: A Biography of Muhammad, the Last Messenger of Allah Written by Prof. Dr. Safwat Khalilovich Chapter eight. 8 Mecca, the center of Islam Mecca, Umul Qura, the mother of cities Muhammad, peace be upon him, was born in Mecca in 571 CE into a respectable Quraysh clan of Banu It is difficult to say with certainty when Mecca was founded, in all likelihood that happened thousands of years ago. Mecca is located in a valley surrounded by mountains on the road connecting Palestine and Yemen the valley was convenient as a resting place for many caravans which had taken that road even before mecca was built the traditions in the hadith collections and other islamic sources indicate that ishmael son of abraham peace be upon him and his mother hedger were probably the first dwellers of the valley which the quran calls wadin gairi the zari'in that is, a valley where there is no sown land or an uncultivated valley. It was in that valley that the city that the Qur'an refers to as Ummul Qura, the mother of cities, that is, Mecca, was later built. Ishmael, peace be upon him, arrived in these parts together with his father Abraham, peace be upon him, and mother Hedger. Abraham, peace be upon him, was born in the territory of modern Iraq. His father made and sold idols that people worshipped at that time. Young Abraham was very disturbed by the fact that these people worshipped idols. The Qur'an, the 21st chapter, verses from 51st to 71st, tells that one day he asked his father for an explanation how he could worship an object of his own making. His father's answer did not satisfy him while the father actually threatened to punish him if he continued criticizing the deities that were worshipped at that time. However, this did not prevent Abraham from seeking the truth. He used different arguments trying to convince his people that idol worship was futile. He once used the absence of idol worshippers and destroyed all statues but that of the chief deity whose statue was the biggest. They publicly excused him of doing it. So art though the man who did this unto our gods, Abraham. He responded, No, it was this great one of them that did it. Question them if they are able to speak. That was Abraham's way to try to encourage them to think. Instead of doing it, they decided to punish him by burning him owing to the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Abraham was saved and he left for the blessed land of Palestine together with his nephew Lot who was also a messenger of God Abraham peace be upon him was married to Sarah a believer in one God and a very beautiful woman he went with her to Egypt, ruled at that time by the kings of the Hyksos and the Amalekites. According to a Sahih Hadith or a Hadith of the greatest degree of reliability, recorded by the great Hadith authorities al-Bukhari and Muslim, the king of Egypt abducted the beautiful Sarah and tried to rape her when she was brought to the court. However, owing to the mercy and providence of Allah, she was saved from that wrongdoer, who would become paralyzed every time he attempted to get close to her. When he realized that Sarah was under special protection, he released her and sent her away with gifts, and she returned to Abraham. One of the king's gifts was a female servant named Hader. After that they returned to Palestine, Sarah and Abraham were married for a long time. Yet she could not get pregnant, so she persuaded him to marry Hagar to have a progeny with her. Abraham did so and soon afterward Hadar gave birth to their son Ishmael. Later Sarah also gave birth to a son and he was named Isaac. After that Abraham was ordered to travel southward with his wife Hedger and son Ishmael. He obeyed and they traveled south until they reached the valley in which Mecca would be built afterward. As noted earlier, the valley was most probably a resting place for caravans on their journeys between Yemen and El-Sham, Syria. The caravans came in season, so the place was almost always deserted. Abraham left his wife and son there and returned to Palestine, when Hagar and Ishmael used up the water and provisions they had brought. Hagar set out to look for food and water, but her search was in vain since the valley they stayed, and was described in the Qur'an as a valley where there is no sown land. The traditions reported in the relevant Hadith literature say that in her search for water Hajar ran seven times between the hills of Safa and Merva, having found no water, desperate and exhausted. Hajar returned to her son, whom she had left nearby. To be without water in a desert means to be sentenced to the horrible death of thirst, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed mercy one more time. When she returned to little Ishmael, she saw that a well sprang forth beneath his feet. That well meant life and salvation for hajar and her son, and it was exactly around that blessed well called Zamzam, that Mecca was built later. The tribe of Jurhum settled around the well. Ishmael grew into a fine young man There and married a girl from that tribe, and twelve sons were born from this marriage. They were the ancestors of the twelve Arabized tribes, or northern Arabs. Abraham, peace be upon him, used to come from Palestine to Mecca from time to time, and during one such visit, together with his son Ishmael, he built the Kaaba, the first house of worship in the world. The noble Qur'an refers to it in Surahs 2 and 3, the cow and the family of Imran, respectively. The first house of worship to be established for people was the one at Mecca. It is a blessed place, a source of guidance for all people. There are clear signs in it. It is the place where Abraham stood to pray. Whoever enters, it is safe. Pilgrimage to the house is a duty owed to God by people who are able to undertake it. Those who reject this should know that God has no need of anyone. The third chapter, verses 96 and 97. As Abraham and Ishmael built up the foundations of the house, they prayed, Our Lord, accept this from us. You are the all-hearing the all-knowing. Our Lord, make us devoted to you. Make our descendants into a community devoted to you. Show us how to worship and accept our repentance, for you are the ever-relenting, the most merciful. Our Lord, make a messenger of their own rise up from among them to recite your revelations to them. Teach them the scripture and wisdom, and purify them. You are the mighty, the wise. The second chapter, verses from 127 to 129.